قال رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقه قولي او ماي لورد اوبن فور مي ماي تشست اند ايز فور مي ماي تاسك اند انتاي دو نوت فروم ماي تونغ that they may understand my speech bismillah walhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ya jama'in rabbi shrah li sadri wa yassir li amri wa hlul uqdatam min lisani yafqahu qawli rabbi zidna ilma assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh my beautiful sisters welcome to another episode of the women of quran now podcast welcome أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم فاستجبنا له ووهبنا له يحيى وأصلحنا له زوجه إنهم كانوا يسارعون في الخيرات ويدعوننا ويدعوننا رغبا ورهبا وكانوا لنا خاشعين الحمد لله الحمد لله بسم الله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين الحمد لله welcome to this week Jews 17th episode the double podcast and we are looking at ayah 9090 in suratul anbiya surah 21 of the quran uh, it's a beautiful page and uh, we've selected ayah 90 but honestly this whole page is so beautiful let's uh, look at the tafsir and get some gems from it and benefit from it um absolutely love this ayah for so many reasons so can't wait to uh, dig deeper take your mushaf and follow along uh follow along with the translation and um, i will share the tafsir with you at some point all right let's go and uh, read the translation of this ayah that we just recited so we responded to him and we gave to him john yahya and amended for him his wife indeed they used to hasten to good deeds and supplicate us in hope and fear. And they were to us humbly submissive. So a little bit of the context. Um, this ayah comes from a beautiful page in the Quran. I really invite you to look up um, the, the context of this page. It talks about um, many prophets. It's in Surah Anbiya. Anbiya means the prophet. The, you know, uh, it's the plural of Nabi. So, um, I the prophets and, you know, how Allah responded to them. And so this statement, it keeps repeating because it shows how Allah is Al-Mujib, the one who responds, the one who, um, answers, the one who helps, the ones who comes to the rescue. He is, um, subhanAllah, 
the one who accepts and responds to our du'as. And the Prophet, they would make du'a with this in mind. And so in this ayah 90, we have the example of Zakaria alayhi salam, Prophet Zakaria alayhi salam. And he was, um, I'm reading from the tafsir of Asadi right now. And it says that um, he was eager to have um, uh, somebody to um, come after him. And so in Surah Maryam, he called upon his Lord, my Lord, do not leave me childless. Um, in other words, he said, my Lord, my bones have gone weak. My head glows silver with age. But never, my Lord, has my prayer to you remained unanswered. Verily, I fear what my kinsmen will do after I am gone, for my wife is barren. Grant unto me, by your grace, an heir who will inherit from me and from the family of Yaqub, and make him, my Lord, one with whom you are pleased. So these, they are ayat from Surah Maryam. And Asadi brings them to really give us a full picture here. Because in Surah Anbiya, we just, we don't, it's like a summary. We don't see exactly what the context was. So here, yeah, Zakaria is an old man, his wife is old and barren, but he still calls on his Lord with so much hope. You know how he says, um, and he says, um, where is it? I really love that part. He said, my Lord, um, no, okay. My Lord, my bones have grown weak. And my head glows silver with age, but never, my Lord, has my prayer to you remained unanswered. And that is someone who really understands that Allah is Al-Mujib and that he responds. So beautiful, positive thoughts of Allah that we see here. And um, Asadi says, we learned that as death approached, Zakaria feared that there will be no one to take his place in calling people to Allah and advising the slaves of Allah, for there was no one at his time who was like him in knowledge, and there would be no one to succeed him and carry on the work that he had been doing. And so, but in spite of that, this part where he says, although you are the best of inheritors in the du'a, um, it does the ayah 89, previous ayah. Um, Asadi says that um, Zakaria is basically saying, you are the best of those remaining. Allah is the best of those remaining and the best to do good to people after I am gone. For you are more, more merciful towards your slaves than I am. But I want to put my mind at rest and be reassured and to have ongoing reward for that. His kinsmen did not care about religion and he was afraid, the Gariya was afraid that after he died, religion would be neglected. So he asked for an heir who'd, who would uphold religion after he was gone. Therefore, he asked for someone who would inherit knowledge and prophethood, not wealth from him. This is a statement from Al-Qurtubi. Then the ayah that we're studying, So we answer his prayer. And we bestowed upon him, Yahya, the noble prophet, whose name Allah had never given to anyone before him. I don't know if you guys know that, but Yahya, uh, Prophet Yahya, nobody had this name before. Allah chose this name for Prophet Yahya, and that was a unique name chosen by Allah. So here it says, um, Allah healed her, meaning and cured his wife of barrenness. So Allah, uh, barrenness. So Allah, um, she she had a womb that was unable to bear children, but Allah healed her because He's the Almighty. 
uh, the all capable and so he healed her and he made her womb able to bear a child so whether the womb of a woman is able to bear a child or not it's all in the hands of Allah if Allah makes uh, if Allah wants to make a womb bear a child that womb will bear a child and that's what we have to believe so for the sake of his prophet Zakaria, this is one of the benefits of having good and righteous companions this is still a Saudi tafsir for those who keep company with them will be blessed thus Yahya was born to his parents and subhanallah after that uh, when Allah says verily they used to hasten to good deeds to do good deeds they would hasten to do them at the best time and complete them in the appropriate manner not omitting any virtue that they were able to attain without making the most of any opportunity to do good so they would hasten they would raise to do good and they used to call on us in hope and fear Asadi says this means they would ask us for whatever they needed and hope for in this world and the hereafter and they would seek refuge with us from that which they feared of harm in both realms hoping and fearing never becoming heedless or distracted or taking things for granted subhanallah and they were always humble before us that is they submitted with humility beseeching us because of their perfect knowledge of their lord this is so important knowing allah helps us to call on him helps us to rely on him help us to be humble subhanallah so looking at a little bit of Ibn Kathir, I want to see if there's anything. Ibn Kathir explains the same as Asadi pretty much. Um, so she was barren and never had a child. So when Allah says he um, cured his wife for him, um, they used to hasten, meaning they, they used to do good deeds, acts of worship and acts of obedience towards Allah. Um, Yeah, and then they truly feared Allah. They were humble. So pretty much the same thing. Even Kathir didn't have something new about it. So now that we know the explanation of this beautiful ayah, there's so many gems that we can learn from. And one of them, especially with Ramadan around the corner, is really to build a mindset of trusting Allah, relying on Allah, turning to Allah for all of our needs. Because he's Al-Mujib, because he's the one who responds. He responds, sisters. Never ever think that Allah is not responding to your du'as. Have the same mindset as Zakaria, when he called on his Lord and he said, you know, but never my Lord has my prayer to you remained unanswered. SubhanAllah. So you're calling on your Lord and you say, Allah, I know you have always answered my du'as. Because we know from the sunnah that Allah responds. When his slave calls on him, we know from Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah responds. Right? He is near and he responds. So, how does he respond? We don't know how. It could be that you will see the, your du'a being answered exactly the way you made it. Or, the answer to your du'a will be a protection from a calamity. So Allah answers your du'a by protecting you. It, you know, he's, instead of giving you what you ask, He will use this du'a that you make to protect you from like evil or the calamity that was going to reach you. Or He will save this du'a that you made. 
he would answer it so that you get the most reward in Akhirah. So he will save it for you on Yom Al-Qiyamah. Allah knows best what you need and what I need. But we, it's like, it's sufficient for us to know that when we raise our hands to Allah, that when we make dua to Allah in sujood, that when we sincerely call on Him with hope, with love, with fear, with, you know, um, eagerness, then Allah answered. Like once you've made that dua, you call on His beautiful names, you follow the sunnah, you you are somebody who tries and, and hastens to do what is pleasing to Allah. Do not even doubt for a second. Know that your dua has been answered in the best way, in the very best way. Subhanallah. And all it, just think about this. Allah does not tell us about the stories of these prophets for no reason. These, these are things that are not told to us in vain. They're told to us because we have to learn from it and we have to take examples from it. So may Allah grant us tawfiq. May Allah grant us tawfiq. May Allah grant us tawfiq. I pray that this um, this ayah really um, benefit you. I know for me, it's, it's an ayah that, you know, I'm called Umi Yahya. So it's an ayah that really touches my heart, really resonates with me. And it just it motivates me to continue to call on my Lord and to be confident that He is an Mujib and that He answers my du'as. And I want all of us to have this mindset. We cannot enter Ramadan with any other mindset. We have to believe that Allah answers our du'as. And we have to make du'a to Allah. Sometimes, I, you know, in my coaching, sisters will come to me and tell me problems. And I would say, sister, did you make du'a about this? And the sister would say, oh, no, I didn't. SubhanAllah, whatever you are going through, don't think it's small or it's big. Whatever it is, turn to your Lord. Because only Allah can help us. Only Allah can turn our situation around. May Allah grant us tawfiq. May Allah really um, answer our du'as in the best way. May we constantly call on Him in fear and hope. May we hasten towards good deeds and, and continuously supplicate Him. And may we be among His beloved. May we be among the khashi'in, the humbly submissive. Allahumma salli wa sallim ala nabiyyina Muhammad. Until next week for Jews 18, another Jews Another ayah and other reflections. Bi'idnillah. Any good is from Allah. Any mistake is from me. And may Allah forgive me. Subhanaka Allahumma bihamdik. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilay. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzah. Amma yasifun. وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين